0: My name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and bat zi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life.
1: I'm going to bring our featured speaker today up to the stage after I introduce him. This is Dirk Peterson. I met Dirk at an AGC event a couple of months ago, and he was privileged to work as a Lutheran pastor serving congregations in Maple Grove, Bloomington, Hopkins, and Brooklyn Center. But after many years, he left his congregation and began working at Thrivent as a financial professional, working with financial planning, investments, insurance, and managed accounts. He's married, lives in Carver, Minnesota, has two adult children. He serves as president of the Carver Lions Club and as an ambassador for the Southwest Metro Chamber of Commerce. Do we have a couple of Southwest Metro Chamber members in here? Jake, you're one of them. (laughs) If you aren't able to find Dirk in his office, you might find him on the golf course, riding his bike, or taking in one of the beautiful breweries in the western suburbs with his friends. Let's welcome Dirk to the AGC stage.
2: Thank you very much, Amy. Nice to see all of you here tonight. Hope you had some goodies and uh, some good refreshments. I want to begin tonight just a uh, word of thanks to uh, Travis. I know he's not here tonight, but for putting together AGC. It's a great organization. And uh, to Amy for inviting me to speak. And how many of you know Lynn Lauman? Lynn's been a photographer for AGC. So Lynn and I, were in the Southwest Metro Chamber together. and had an appointment together, and pretty soon we're Facebook friends, and she starts throwing out this AGC ad, and one day I said, Lynn, what is AGC all about? And all she did was smile and say, check it out. <laughs> so I'd encourage all of you, if uh, have a chance, through coworkers, friends, just to say, check it out, it's great networking, great way to grow your business, and great way to support each other in our businesses. So tonight I want to spend a few minutes with you talking about the journey talking about your personal journey, talking about your journey of business. And journeys, as you know, you usually have a plan and a destination. So think for a moment where do you want your business to go? What direction do you want your business to go in? And think about your life personally. Where do you want to go? What's your goal? And do you have a plan to get there? Now the thing about journeys is, as you probably know, Journeys are filled with ups and downs, twists and turns, surprises, moments of amazement, deep joy, and deep sadness. The journey is always interesting. And I don't know about you, but I like to control things. And that's when I would say that's when God laughs. You know, I got a plan. It's like, oh, you do. Okay, let's see how that works out for you because sometimes the plan just does not go as you you planned, pun intended, and you end up uh, switching directions and changing things up. So I want you to just ask yourself where you're in your journey in terms of your personal life and also business. And right now with your business, would you say things are smooth? Would you say things are profitable, active? Are you struggling and you're not telling anyone about your struggle? Is it really a tough time for you? You know, one thing about this group is I found people I meet are authentic and not uh, here to sort of put on a show like life is wonderful. I hope life is wonderful, but you know, we have to be real and it's important to be able to share your journey. So think about ways in your business when you can share in an authentic way what you've been through or, or your challenges. Because it's not not all about you and your business, of course, but by sharing that story, you might open a door. Someone might be able to relate to you, like, oh, this person's real. I kind of like that. I want to talk to this person. I want to do business with this person. Are you also, as you look at yourself, are you confident? Are you fearful? One thing I'll say at the end and I'm going to say right now is you are not alone because we have each other networking and you have a chance to support each other in your businesses. So those days when you're down in your basement, we've all been there, I've been there in your basement, and you're thinking, is this, this is me alone? And you realize, you feel like that, but you know there are other people around you you can draw and work with. Well, prior to becoming a financial advisor at I was privileged to serve as a pastor, as Amy mentioned. Uh, Actually, first congregations were in Iowa, so. No Iowa jokes tonight. <laughs> there are a lot of them. I was down in Burlington, and th- how many of you have been to Burlington, Iowa? Anyone? How many of you have heard of Burlington, Iowa? It's just north of Keokuk. And no one's ever heard of Keokuk. And then the second congregation was in Cedar Rapids, and I went to, I, I almost got fired my first call, because I got i got the Cyclones and Hawkeyes mixed up. I was in Hawkeye territory. I said, so what time are the Cyclones playing today? He's out. No, I'm just kidding, but it really did happen. Anyway, then I went to other calls, but basically I had a chance <clears throat> to walk with people spiritually and also with congregational leadership. In walking with people spiritually, you can imagine there are times when people would be very confident in their faith, times when people despaired, had a lot of doubts, a lot of questions, and just a lot of, a lot of struggles. But it's a privilege to walk alongside and to guide people through their journey. I worked with uh, just one quick example. I have a lot of stories, but I have 15 minutes. So, Sharon is a middle aged woman, her, her kids are off to college. She comes into my office one day and she says, Pastor, I want to get serious. Serious about my spiritual development. What do you have for me? Well, I've got 582 books. Not that I count them every day, but I do have 582 books. So, I gave her some resources. Two weeks later she came back, she threw her hands up, she said, I quit. I can't take all this on, it's, it's overwhelming. I mean, I gotta pray, I gotta go to church, I gotta read my Bible, I gotta serve. How am I gonna do all this? So said, let's do it one step at a time, one step, try this. 10 minutes of meditation or prayer in the morning. That's it, that's it. Come back to me in a month. Month she came back, she said, I did it, and now I'm for the next step. Ready for it. So think about that in terms of your life and work. When you look at a project, it can be overwhelming until you start, and usually, just you know, half the battle is just starting. But ask yourself, what's that one small step you can take? One small step in your business, one small step in your life to make a difference and to move ahead. In my service as a pastor, I also worked in church leadership and worked with a lot of very gifted people did a lot of strategic planning and envisioning. And what I found was a lot of churches I'd worked with had already done plans. I said, well, I came into a new church and said, where's your your, uh, strategic plan? Crickets, Uh, it's on the shelf. They'd gone through a year of planning, 65 page document on the shelf because it hadn't been executed. But it was one really important step The next step, of course, was taking that off, dusting it off, updating it, and moving ahead with the plan. But in my work with churches, I've always tried to build on their strengths and say, what are you doing well, and how can we build on that? Let's not focus on and and kvetch about what we're not doing well. Let's talk about what's going well, what's positive. So it's filled with uh, the big question was always, will we have enough financial resources to implement the vision? Always a struggle. And for business owners, it's always cash flow. How am I going to live next month? How's the cash flow looking? Will there be enough resources for me? So that was one big question. The other thing was politics. Do you want to talk politics tonight? I don't, and I'm not going to. But in church, of course, they're, like any organization, you have politics. I had three churches with two to 3,000 members, which meant I had two to 3,000 bosses. Think about that, and whether you're in church or not, you have two or three thousand different opinions of what a pastor should be. So you're continually navigating those that that sort of that that field. So we had a council meeting, and one night uh, we had a big decision to make on a building project. One of our council members, we paused, said, "I think God wants us to build next year." Right across the table, another member said. Well, I think God wants us to build now. <laughs> so who speaks for God? That was a big discussion. When you start bringing God into the picture, you know, using God as ammo for your agenda, watch out, because it can get a little tricky. Anyway, the first goal was to pull off a, a plan and building. It, that went well, and we succeeded with that. So what about you tonight? If you look again at your business and the journey, Think about the twists and the turns we've had this last year. We've all had them, right? We've had to adjust, be quick on our feet. I've uh, one client who has a business in Chanhassen, and uh, I won't say the name of the, I won't say it, I should, well, I'll say it's a hockey business, and hockey people already know what the business is, but anyway, they had to shut down, and suddenly pivoted to mail order and kept the business going. But the owner said it was incredibly frustrating because their old business line was like almost out the window. And suddenly here they are succeeding and adjusting to a new climate. So think for a moment about your surprises, the setbacks, the unwelcome and the welcome times of business for you this last year. How many of you have heard of uh, Eric Thurwanger? I like saying that because I like to say Thurwanger. But uh, Some of you have been to his events, he's a speaker and author I've heard him on numerous occasions now, and one of his questions is, He'll talk to uh, business owners, He'll talk about leadership. You know, say, how many of you think that people are the most valuable asset in your business? And everyone puts their, everyone's hand goes up. How many of you think that leadership for all the people in your business is extremely important? All the hands went up. How many of you are actually conducting leadership training? Silence. So he talks about leadership development, taking that one step to improve your business in that way. Now working as a financial advisor, I get to walk along clients and their financial journey. I am able to offer some guidance, offer a plan perhaps, um, offer solutions for their financial situation. One thing I can't do, and uh, those of you among us who are financial advisors know, you can't guarantee riches. Mm -hmm. You know, Bernie Madoff did that. (laughs) And you know where Bernie Madoff ended up and some of you don't even know what I'm talking about. But Anyway, we're uh, highly regulated so we can't make those promises or guarantees and returns. But it's really interesting just to help people take that one step and the next step in their journey. And for all of you in business, oftentimes you have to guide and lead people through a process, right? It's not like it just happens, you snap your fingers and the deal's done. It's a process and you have to engage your client and guide them through with your leadership. Uh, One quick example, working with a young couple, they just uh, bought their new first home. Very excited, just beautiful home and they were able to put down money for down payment. Uh, They had protection in place, they had investments, great benefits for their job, but their savings was kind of low. So all I said was, all I can do for you is just say, let's get a budget, build your savings up, three to six months. So to do that, I said, let's track your expenses. So we looked at income and expenses. And for the previous year, they had $10,000 unaccounted for. Now, this happens all the time. So my question was, where, do you, where did that money go? So for the next two months, I had them track their expenses. And they were a little surprised, because all the things added up, such as eating out, buying clothes, a lot of shoes, a lot of entertainment, festivals, and, oh, online shopping. The money was gone. And so now they know where the money's going. Does anyone have that problem here? Just <laughs> start a support group? <laughs> anyway, it was just one small step that they were able to take to make a big difference. Another thing is when you uh, talked about the j- sharing your journey can open a door. Now, when I sit down with clients, and I'm sure when you talk to people at certain times, there are hard subjects. And sometimes people are as reluctant to talk about money as they are their sex life. Sometimes it's it very private. And to have that relationship to somebody open up and talk about their financials, or for you to talk about you know, what their credit is or what their history is in business, you have to have that door open up somehow. So one of my clients that I just mentioned uh, took the one, the one step to improve his business and adapt. And part of the journey is adapting. How many of you have ever read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? By Spencer, I forget his last name. Johnson. Thank you. So it's a story about two mice, they each have cheese. The one loses the cheese, they, actually they both lose the cheese. The one goes after new cheese and the other one just sits and complains. Where did my cheese go? Where did my cheese go? <laughs> so if you talk about your business in a setback or a journey and you suddenly have a challenge, do you look forward and seize that next opportunity without looking backwards? So think, I want you to think about your journey of life and your journey of business and be transparent, be authentic, be real with your clients or your customers. Let them know of your struggles along the way and hopefully that will help open the door And remember that one small step, so tonight to begin, to close with, to begin with, I'm just getting warmed up. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, um, think about the one small step you're going to take in your life and or the one small step you're going to take in business. Write it down tonight, share it with a friend tomorrow morning, and check in a week later. That's it. Thank you very much.